0: Welcome to PepperShock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now here's your host, Ray Allen.
1: Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen, and today I am with Trill, and I'm going to make her say her own name. Trill, can you pronounce it for me? Absolutely, it is Trillity Pollen. Trillity Pollen. See, I knew I was just going to butcher it. I said, nope, I got to make Trill do it on her own. And I'm notorious, too. I, my full name is Rihanna. And so um, everybody always just calls me Rhea or whatever. So I, I uh, wanted to just give you that opportunity. I love that name. Um, it, it, where is your name coming from,
0: Trill? Great question. So spelled differently, Trillity is a scientific name for a hummingbird. Oh, beautiful. Well, I
1: like it. And she and Trill joins us. She is a mother of two beautiful daughters who had severe infant food sensitivities. And after processing the fact that she could hurt her children through breastfeeding, she started researching how to produce breast milk that could that they could properly digest and she discovered that many parents experience the same trouble troubling situation and so she created a place for parents to find answers to their questions about infant food sensitivities and empower them to continue their breastfeeding journey and this is how Shreve to Feed was born. I love it. I love it. Infants and born. I mean, that was great (laughs) to free (laughs) is born. So tell me a little bit more, uh, just kind of share with me the journey and where you went when you first kind of thought of this idea of what you wanted to do and how you wanted to help others and the, the the path that you went through. Um, just give me some more kind of the, the path that you took to get to where you are now.
0: Absolutely, and it was quite a journey. Definitely not a linear one. So I started out, um, was finishing my last year of grad school and I was in the middle of doing ovarian cancer research where my specialty was in protein analysis for ovarian cancer and we decided to start our family. Um, not super recommended starting having kids while you're in the middle of grad school. Right. That's, and that's crazy. <laughs> yes, it was super crazy. Um, and so we started our family and our oldest had the most awful colic. She screamed constantly, all day, all night. Um, so we took her to the doctor and was like, you know, can you fix her or can we get a refund? Um, you she's get awful. A refund? <laughs> can, I, can I trade her out? Yeah. And um, we were told Sorry. like, yeah, she's just she has colic. That's normal. Good luck. Go home. Um, and then we continued that path. And at three weeks old we woke up to find her completely covered in a rash with several <gasps> bloody diapers. Oh. And it was absolutely horrifying. Um, eventually ended up admitted to the hospital where it was determined that she had severe food allergies. And I was literally told that my breast smell, because I was nursing her at the time, was killing my baby. And oh my I went from you know terrified to mortified. Um, and then the next piece was to say you know the only option that you have right now for her because we can't test her to determine what it is she's allergic to she's too young for those tests to work properly our only option is to put her on this hypoallergenic formula and the hypoallergenic formula was made out of corn syrup um was highly processed smells like sweaty gym socks and it was fifty dollars a can oh my gosh and as a new mom who was in grad school that wasn't even feasible. So I went from like not being able to feed my baby properly to not being able to afford to feed my baby properly. Jeez. Um, and it was awful. And, um, it made me feel very isolated and alone. And, um, even, you know, with my husband, there, incredibly supportive as he was. Um, I started down the path of asking the questions of like, okay, well, if you can make hypoallergenic formula, technically, then can I make hypoallergenic breast milk? Because I just simply won't be able to afford this this formula. And um, the answer was a hesitant, I mean, yeah, you can, but it's going to be awful. And um, OK, let's, let's start that. What does that mean? What does that look like? Um, so I ended up breastfeeding my oldest daughter for a year, allergen-free, because they didn't know what she was reacting to and um i was really skinny so i guess that was a uh, a side effect of that oh, cool. um and i was able to feed her which was a blessing yeah but then fast forward to my youngest daughter being born with the exact same problem oh and um at that point though i was no longer in grad school um hair was a little less on fire than than it was prior and the second time around i kind of poked my head up and was like, why is no one talking about this? And why is there not any better content? And why aren't we actually sharing the scientific research behind this for parents? Why are there any products available? So um, that's really what started the, um, the entire premise and mission for Free to Feed was originally to create a website that would allow parents to navigate this space by translating scientific research into digestible content, pun right. intended, <laughs> for yeah, everyday right? parents. I love and it. Um, so that eventually morphed to, okay, I can inform parents, but how am I helping them fix it? Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't any products available, and a lot of these moms are not being fully supported in that they have no idea what's actually transferring to their breast milk, and there's no way to tell that. And as a scientist who specializes in protein analysis, I know that we can do that. That's, that's an easy thing to do, and even in the comfort of our own homes. And that's what led me to the current path for free-to-feed, which is creating a test strip that would allow moms to test their breast milk for the presence of allergens at home.
1: Wow that's amazing because you know what mothers are not too old or too young to be tested so what what <laughs> it's just a great way to be able to solve that problem that's amazing and and tell me now what's happening you're 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 pitching you're getting all kinds of awards and it's just amazing hey, tell us tell
0: us yes um it has been a whirlwind so it certainly was not fully prepared for the um insanity that was be- starting as a scientist and becoming an entrepreneur. And so I'm learning a ton in all sorts of different arenas. Um, And so part of that has been like sharing my journey and sharing my mission. And as a biotech startup, a big piece of that is having to raise funds and raise awareness and get people, you know, on board and excited about this new product will be hitting the market mm-hmm. so with that i have had the honor to pitch at many events be involved in many different um, organizations and events um, and even recently um, was one of the 2020 women of the year honorees as you were as well yeah. congratulations yeah, and you too. that's um, awesome and it's just been really incredible to be a part of um, a new kind of ecosystem be a part of a new community many different communities in that i'm a food allergy parent, I'm a veteran, I'm now an entrepreneur, I'm a scientist, and I'm a breastfeeding advocate. So I have fully leaned into all of those different pieces of Free to Feed and of my current journey.
1: Right, and uh, thank you for your service by the way. What's a what, uh, branch?
0: I am in the Army National Guard. I'm an Operation Iraqi Freedom Veteran and currently serving my 16th year.
1: Wow, and you wear a lot of different hats, and, and it's pretty cool that you can manage to put them all together and, and leverage, like you said, each of those components of your life and how that is now transpiring. And how old are your kids now?
0: My daughters are five and two.
1: Okay, so you've been on this path for how long as with Free to Feed?
0: Um, Just under two years.
1: Okay, congratulations, that's that's a good sign. You made it past the, you know, <laughs> the first scary mark. That's good, yes. and, and this is, this is not your full-time job yet or is it about to
0: be it is not yet so still working full-time I am the quality manager for Boise Dairy Gold um, and I absolutely love my job and absolutely love how supportive they've been of free to be oh, that's to good
1: that's good I love it when employers can support those who have an entrepreneurial journey as long as it's not a conflict of interest and you know this makes a lot of sense so excellent excellent and um how many tests have you been able to administer how many um you know moms have you helped in, in with what you're doing
0: oh man i can't say that i have an exact number for the number of moms that i've helped so far and what i'm doing i can say that um, our website gets about 2500 um, viewers every week and then a number of those moms go on to schedule one-on-one consults with me or um, them and lactation professionals purchase our masterclass that kind of teaches them all of the science behind this entire situation and this entire kind of lifestyle that you end up um, leaning into when you're in the midst of food allergies and breastfeeding and then down the road, we are not quite to the point of the test strips being available. We're in the middle of um, validation, verification with Mm. um, the University of Idaho, which is awesome. And we'll hopefully be hitting the market before too long.
1: Excellent. And this is where a go-to market strategy would be amazing for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell me, have you started putting that together yet?
0: Yes, so a large part of the pitches that I've had to do um, as of late include, you know, a pretty robust go-to-market strategy. So for us, the interesting piece is that um, and many of these moms are Initially exposed to the fact that they have food allergy or food intolerance issues at the point of talking about the actual um, symptoms that the infant is exposed to. And so, usually, what will happen is mom will go to their pediatrician or their lactation professional and say, um, You know, hey, I see these symptoms what can I do? And right now, the answer to that question is typically for that professional to kind of like go to that closet and come back with a hypoallergenic formula sample. Mm. And so one of our big go-to-market strategies then is for there to be a fork in the road where there's now an option. So essentially what free to feed would offer then would be free test strips where the pediatrician or the medical professional would essentially come out of that deep dirt closet at the office and not only have a can of hypoallergenic formula sample but also have some test strip samples for mom that way at that point it's an option right it's no longer this is your only option and this is the end of the road for your breastfeeding journey it is now there are two options and if you want to continue breastfeeding which is scientifically proven to be better for your baby here's your other option and we can figure out what baby's reacting to so in addition to that being like one of our main strategies, we're also looking at um, strategies around having this offered as an employer benefit. So being able to offer this to employees. So we're talking to specific companies about that. Um, In addition to our right now strategy, our current strategy of um, really bolstering our e-commerce option by um, creating traffic and awareness around our brand on all the social media platforms. That's amazing. I love it. So, so go to, I mean, really you're, you're covering your bases and being able
1: to get it in front of, I mean, that's pretty much your biggest battle right there is educating people that there are options. And I can relate my sister. Um, she's eight years younger than me and when she was born, same, similar, just reactions after reaction of all the things. And so she ended up having to have goat's milk and you mentioned how the, the smell of (laughs) it was just (laughs) horrific. Right. And, uh, you know, now obviously she's older, but if she could have had that, had this as an option, I mean, you're changing the world right now with what you're doing. And it's pretty impactful. So, so just tell me kind of the success stories. I mean, moms have come to you, you've consulted with them, you've taught them. Uh, Tell me, tell me some of the things that have happened aside from what happened with you, but tell
0: me about some of your mom's stories absolutely um that's definitely my favorite part so there's so many moms hundreds and hundreds of moms have reached out to me and um we've kind of navigated like what their experience has been thus far and then developed an action plan based on that so instead of it being a cookie cutter you know here's your formula buy um, instead, it is really digging into like, okay, what have you done with your diet thus far? Because typically by the time mom gets to me, she's already started um, kind of experimenting with her own body and her own breast milk. And so we can dig into that and what has she already done? What has worked, what hasn't worked? What are the symptoms she's seeing? And then based on those things, so how severe the symptoms are, what she's already tried, in addition to what fits her life, right? So what actually is doable for her based on her situation. And then we create an action plan to say, okay, for this amount of time, we are going to eliminate these items in order to help us figure out what it is that is causing reaction in baby. And so the really, the struggle here is that you're working with mom through a situation where the mystery is the ingredient deck of the breast, right? So while we know what we can try to figure out exactly what it is she's putting in her mouth, not every single protein that you ingest ends up in your breast milk, about 50% of the time actually. So then narrowing that down to exactly what's causing reaction is super hard for mom to do on her own and essentially needs a PhD literally yeah. to walk through it um, where in eventually having this actual test strip to give her an ingredient deck or her breast milk will help her to be able to do that herself and not actually nice. need a PhD to do it. Right, right, that's, that's really awesome. So with that, like a couple quick um, yeah. examples. Um, so one mom that I absolutely love, she is actually featured on our website, her name is Morgan. Um, she came to me, baby had bloody stool, baby had eczema, was starting to, um, you know, falter a little bit on the growth charts. And so we started talking through that. And unfortunately, she had been told originally that it would take weeks and weeks and weeks up to months for cow's milk protein to leave her breast milk, when in actuality, the science doesn't support that. So instead of her looking at like, okay, this didn't work. So I'm going to try the next thing, the next most likely thing that would cause a reaction. She was still focused on like, well, maybe it's still this one thing because maybe it just hasn't been long enough. So we worked through the next most likely culprits, started removing items. Her baby is super happy, healthy, thriving. Um, My favorite part about her story is she literally has told us that Um, she felt like she was just getting to meet her four month old for the first time because her baby had colic and cried constantly up until we started working together and then this happy healthy you know thriving baby comes out and she's just so excited she's like oh this is my baby Um, this is the human that i've been waiting to meet and so that just like literally brings me to tears every time that i talk to morgan and another example of that would be um, a mommy named jenna and she um very similar situation her supplement actually had the trigger in it that she was trying to remove in the first place oh my gosh! and that's super super common so it's very common that mom will go on to eliminate more and more and more foods just to find out that like a supplement or medication she's have she's taking actually contains that very first food that she tried to remove in the first place and so that's another place where a test strip would be so incredibly valuable because if you say i'm going to remove soy from my diet because that's a very likely culprit and then you continue to see reactions you're automatically going to say okay well it wasn't soy i'm going to move on and try something else when in actuality if the capsules that your multivitamin is made out of soy you're taking it every single day and you never know whereas if you could just test your breast milk and it said actually you still have soy in your breast milk, then you could go back and say, okay, I am not actually looking at enough of the things that I'm ingesting. I need to dig deeper into that instead of I need to remove more foods. Right.
1: So I uh, have a suggestion for you and maybe you already know these people, but uh, I just can see such a partnership here too. Uh, and another way to help you with your go-to market strategy is partnering with the people who uh, create the food that is uh, dairy-free, gluten-free, you know. Uh, and so one of my dear friends, her name is Joni and she owns Snacktivist. Are you familiar with Snacktivist? I am. I love sexist. Excellent. And she just announced that they are now available online uh, at walmart.com. So oh, that's, that's a fantastic. big deal for her. Yeah. I need to get her on the podcast too cuz she's had an excellent journey as well. Um but yeah, if you don't know her, I was going to connect you with her but uh and, and so people who, you know, need to be aware of, you know, egg, diet, you know, all the things that you, I'm sure you can recommend to people, you know, don't eat this and don't eat that. Uh in and, and snackness. I mean, the first time I had a cookie, I was like, "Really? This is this is gluten-free and dairy-free. It tastes good." <laughs> cuz you immediately think like it's going to taste awful. <laughs> and then another a friend of mine, uh, Hillary Lee. She's uh, created Gluten Free Galaxy and uh, Local First. It's uh, she's doing kind of an incubator concept as well as the gluten free galaxy which is a has a storefront and you can order pies and all kinds of good food and it is gluten free, dairy free, you know, all the all the things that you need. And and uh so if you don't know her, I'm going to introduce you to her as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually um very, very familiar with both of them. Perfect. I have um featured snacktivist on Free to Feed's um Instagram page. We do a substitute Sunday post because nice. a lot of times mom will be like, okay. These are all the things I can't eat. What can I eat? Right. Um. And so yeah, we've definitely featured snack Their brownies are to die for. Right. Um, <laughs> so good. And, and, and uh, same
1: story. I She's really kind of science everything just to make it. You know, she she was a ER. You know, like food. It kind of had to because of her situation and her kids too, and and what they couldn't couldn't eat. And and so yeah, very kind of similar story there is why you had to start this and what you had to do. So. I love that connection and and how you know partnering with her could be beneficial in that way. Totally agree. So you do Sunday
0: so Sunday um, substitutions, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, substitute Sunday. So every Sunday on Instagram, we feature a food that is at least top eight free um, or some sort of alternative type food where if you have had to remove X, Y, and Z. This is an alternative for you. So um, it's such a regular thing at my house now that both my five and two year old like expect it now. They're like, oh, it's substitute Sunday. We get to eat something. <laughs> yeah, um, because it's, it's always something new. I'm trying to kind of open up the world to these moms that feel so um, that they've just had to eliminate everything. And so right. instead of like what I can't have, trying to switch that to like, look at all the things you can have so um just kind of now you're
1: going on this journey and this marketing expedition and that's what we're talking about tell me some of the things that you have done that have worked that have helped you be able to get the word out there and build your brand and build the awareness factor what are you doing that's working
0: yeah so i have like i mentioned learned a ton because um originally scientist now turned founder and CEO, so learning all of these pieces about marketing has been um, incredible. And my hats off to you and all of the experts in the field because I'm definitely still at the novice range. But um, what I would say that I have learned is that um, it works to create and treat it just like a science experiment for me, right? So actually building out lots of different content and then testing it on different audiences to see exactly what works and what resonates with them and
1: the results and the, the problems that you're solving i can see this
0: nice yes exactly and so that's really like what has worked for me in the marketing arena is treating it like a science experiment to say okay i'm going to create these you know, 25 different versions of content. I'm going to give it to 25 different versions of audiences. And then I'm going to see what resonates and then what does work, I will double down on and what doesn't, I will essentially abandon. Um, and with that, has really allowed me to understand my audience and then also to know exactly what does resonate with them and and what captures them. I would say the other piece is, um, my personal branding. So, because this is a mom brand and this is a mm-hmm. in a way, a lifestyle brand is what it will become, um, me really attaching myself to it and my personal experience um, has meant a lot to these moms, right? Because I'm not just someone off the street that is trying to make a, a billion dollars off of their problem. I am a mom who has lived, breathed. Um, I've not only been in their shoes, but I've been in their bra. Um, I mean that in the best way possible (laughs) and I want results and I want, um, them to be seen, heard, and for their problem to be solved and addressed in the right way, in the most accurate way. So by me sharing my journey, um, and not only the, you know, the high points, but also the low points, I think that these moms have, um, hope and these moms have something to really attach to, which has been very helpful. Good.
1: Yeah. Telling your brand story and getting it out there and finding all the different ways. And I love that you're doing different iterations to test what works and what doesn't work. Cause I think that that is a scientific, you know, that is how you can make marketing scientific versus always having to rely on intuition and you know, what's trending and and those types of things. So I'm glad that you have that figured out and that you're tracking that and uh, making that a part of your process. That's great. Tell me some examples of things that you've done. Like, what kind of you said that you had twenty five audience that you you know did something. What were some of the tactics that you did with your your different iterations?
0: Yeah, so um, like a recent example would be taking um, you know five different types of images that are breastfeeding positive images, giving each of them a different um, slogan or saying something empowering, something that's along the lines of our brand, which is to educate, inspire, and empower women to continue breastfeeding. So creating an image around that and then um, putting all of those different versions of the images, so you end up with 25 then, um, all against different audiences. So maybe lactation consultants of different ages, um, new parents of different ages, right? So like all these different iterations of types of audiences, and then putting them all out at the same time, on, for example, like Facebook um, and tracking mm-hmm. that as far as page likes and engagement and which ones are really resonating, which ones are falling short. And then as you're going, really tracking those numbers and then dialing down on, okay, this picture, um, if you go to our Facebook page right now, like this picture of a woman that is superwoman, and she's breastfeeding while flying in the air And it says something along the lines of, if we turn our nursing covers backwards, we can wear them like capes, like the superheroes that we Mm are. Right. And so like that really resonated with some of those audiences. So doubling down on that because they love it. I love it. And it's right Right. along the lines of my brand.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. And you're doing it right. You're really doing it right. I love to hear that because so many people don't, track it and that's the that's the key to being able to understand to how to do it better how to fail faster you know (laughs) and 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 how to succeed you know so that's awesome so trill uh tell me how people can get a hold of you you mentioned your facebook page um what's your website what's your information that people can follow you on instagram and all the places
0: all the places yeah so first place is definitely free to feed.com so free and then t-o feed free to feed.com. and from there you can link to all of the other social media platforms we're at free.to.feed um, for instagram we're on facebook at be free to feed and on twitter at be free to feed um, and yeah definitely check out all of the different platforms we're posting constantly new content and new information on every platform Excellent.
1: A couple, couple more questions because I realized I just jumped right into what you're doing, but tell me uh, what What possessed you to want to study what you studied and now you look at you You're able to use it in, in your choice of what you've created But what what made you want to do this? Tell me a little bit. Let's go back a little bit further
0: So uh, as far as like backpack, are we going? Yeah, like, let's go um, let's grad go,
1: school. Yeah, let's go. Let's go before grad school What, what was happening? I know you—you you started the family, and, and you were, you know, military, and those types of things. But what kind of made you want to do what you're doing and study specifically the field that you studied?
0: That's a great question. So I decided to go and pursue my PhD and specifically do research around ovarian cancer. Um, for kind of two different things. So uh, Free to Feed was created out of a perfect storm of being the mom of food allergic infants who happens to have a PhD. Um, My background and what brought me that far is that I um, definitely wanted to be a scientist. That's the way that my brain ticks. And um, I love all things science. And I had the opportunity to do cancer research when I was an undergrad, right after I got back from my deployment to Iraq. So. Deployed to Iraq, came back, needed a, a you know a job while I was going to school, was offered a um, research position for leukemia, did that for two years while I was getting my um, undergrad and just loved it absolutely fell in love. Um, I loved every part of the setup of the like bigger picture of how many people you can really impact and um you know the the world basically at your fingertips for like the number of humans that can be downstream impacted by your work and so from there after i finished my undergrad i knew that i wanted to continue in research so when i started looking for research labs to be a part of i found a research lab in Tampa, Florida, which I was brought to Florida via the military as well. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky enough to get into a really amazing program at the University of South Florida and found a lab that specialized in ovarian cancer. And ovarian cancer runs in my family. My mother had it, her mother, on and on. It's very Mm -hmm. likely that myself and or my daughters will um, have the disease and so it was very close to my heart and for any of you who have gone to grad school or even gone to any obnoxiously like school um you know that your heart has to be in it and so my heart was a hundred percent um in ovarian cancer research and um as i as i mentioned then that last year of doing that research and contributing to that field which i'm super um, proud of and honored to have done then led me to this current passion and this product and free to feed has to exist and the product has to be on the market. When it's all said and done, it's very likely that I'll go back to cancer research. But until then, I am a CEO and I'll wear all the other hats.
1: I love it, yes. And I think that you are going to enjoy the entrepreneurial journey two years into this. This is where it starts, to kind of where the rubber hits the road, right? You're you're ready to take off and, and this is gonna help you get there. Tell me some things that you've listened to or some resources that have helped you along the way. Like what's ways or things that you can share with others that have helped you? Uh, Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a book you read. Maybe there's some resources that have kind of helped you get this entrepreneurial journey going.
0: There are so many. So I would say um, highlights of the many, many, many books and podcasts. I am just a content absorber. So I. Would recommend as you. far as <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, so as far as like content, I really love and in the realm of books specifically, I really love High Performance Habits. It is one book that I've actually read several times. Um, I really enjoyed the um, Innovation Stack, which is by the founder of Square, and it really digs into how you can like in a way foolproof your company and, and build your company to be, um, created specifically for your market and, um, make it so that even as you start to get competitors, you're really thinking through like, what does the, um, consumer really need, consumer really want, and how can I leverage that specifically for prepping to have competitors and right. That's good. Helpful. Yeah. And then on the podcast side, Oh, man, so many. So um, I love, so Killer Food Allergies is one of my favorite podcasts because it delves into all of the nuances behind food allergies and the experiences and the um, feelings around food allergies, Um, and that's really important to me because that's literally my customer segment and my life, and then on the um, CEO side of things, I really love how I built this and how I raised this. Because nice. that is um, some hope, if you yes. will. So uh-huh. sometimes we just need a little hope of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they were also in the trenches, and look at how amazing they are today. My
1: my friend Mindy Anderson, uh, you might know her. She she
0: says be a hope
1: dealer. She got a t-shirt that says be a hope dealer.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, I love Mindy. Um, shout out to Mindy, she's fantastic. She actually was yeah. just watching last night the uh, pitch that I did, and she did a little Aww. shout out on her. the only thing that ended up in the chat box was uh, Dr. Mindy Anderson giving a shout out to Frida Feed, So she's amazing. That's great.
1: Yep. Now, and she was on uh, this morning. We have our marketing expedition virtual meetups uh, every other Friday. And so she gets to join us for that. And I'll, uh, just a little shout out to Mindy too, because um, in middle of that, uh, I had the doorbell ringing, I had dogs barking, I had, you know, because working from home, right? That's what you do. And uh, I just kind of said, Mindy, can you take over for just a minute and uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, no, she's phenomenal. great. She's great. Um, and she's doing a, a emotional leadership uh, masterclass or uh, emotional intelligence journey too. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Trill, Okay. Last question for you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you want to take this business? Like what's success mean for you? If in five years you've sold this much or you've affected or impacted this many moms and babies or, or what, what is success for you? What's a KPI or key performance indicator that says, yes, I have done this. This is amazing. And maybe it's an exit strategy. Maybe it's a, you know, tell, tell me where do you see yourself in five
0: years? That's a phenomenal question. Where I see myself is from here to there, growing free to fee to the point of hitting the market, showing the world exactly how incredibly vital it is, and getting to the point of exiting and having an acquisition with a larger player who can take this global faster this um, product absolutely needs to be across the globe, available to every single mommy. And I know that the fastest way to do that is for me to build it as quickly as I can and then hand it to a, an amazing reputable company that can then explode it from there. And so that's my goal from, um, then I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> good, good, good. Well, I think you have such great potential to
1: impact so many mommies like you said and so many children that need this and and so uh i think it's great and so i'm really proud of what you have done and where you're going to go with this and uh i'm definitely going to be watching you in your journey and and seeing what i can do to help you along the way in in terms of marketing anyway that's my that's my strength right that's my superpower but um okay so let's just uh wrap up one
0: more time uh what's your website and how do they get a hold of you again Yes. So website is free to and you can find me there on the website or on any of the social media platforms as at be free to feed or on Instagram at free.to.feed. Gotcha.
1: Thank you. And thanks for joining us on the show and, um, and, and on the marketing expedition podcast trail, we, uh, we'll certainly be following up and doing this again
0: with you. Thank you. I appreciate your time and I'm so excited to be a part of it. Excellent.
1: All right. And for our listeners, uh, until next time, I want you to enjoy the journey. If there's anything that I can do to help answer your questions that you may have, uh, feel free to go to the marketing and or pepper Shock media or just peppershock.com, I guess it is. And, uh, you can follow us on, um, all of the different social media platforms as well. Uh, until then enjoy your marketing expedition journey.
0: Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at Peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place.